Tienes mucho en tus manos. Pero con solo mover un dedo puedes dar marcha atrás con Pro Trailer Backup Assist disponible. Presentamos la nueva Ford F-150 2024. Ya sea que estés trabajando al máximo o divirtiéndote al máximo. Esta camioneta te respalda porque está hecha para ser una parte indispensable de tu equipo. Fuerza así de inteligente solo puede ser F-150. Construida con orgullo Ford. Fuerza Ford. George, we're going to give this place a little tech upgrade one of these days. And when we do, there should be, should be a microphone over there just for you. Absolutely. Yeah, we're actually need two microphones over there on the couch for you and a guest. Or if we ever have a guest times two, you know what I mean? And then we'll have two over here for each of us. It'll be a nice setup. You are now listening to... Bet your ash, episode 10. The one and the zero. That's, made it. Oh, wait, we're not on episode 10. No, we're T- on This nine. is episode 9. I got excited. It's almost episode 10. It's though. almost there. We're, we gotta have some sort of party. Or donuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's Cornelius and I'm McGee. And what are we smoking today, my friend? Today, we are smoking the Box Press Casa Magna cigar. And a Box Press Casa Magna is, well, the Casa Magna all together. You know, people always come in and they're like, hey, what's your favorite cigar? Hey, what's your favorite cigar? Well, the Casa Magna, a Nicaraguan blend, uh, Corojo, uh, binder and filler is Nicaraguan. And the color um, on the band, it actually says in red, Colorado. So because we're here in Colorado... A lot of people get that confused and like, hey, this is a Colorado-made cigar. This tobacco was grown here. Right. At altitude. Now, I probably could sell a lot more and say, yeah, you know, sure. How many boxes do you want? But that's not true. It's not actually made in Colorado. It's not actually, yeah, I don't think any cigars are made in Colorado um, that I know of. But the color is called a Colorado Maduro. It's kind of a dusty, sandy color um but it is a maduro um the placencia company which makes a ton of tobacco for a ton of different cigars uh actually blends it and uh makes the cigar and uh, once again like i said it came out in 2011 it's a heck of a cigar it was the box press for that matter uh the well no that's not true um, it actually was Cigar of the Year in 2008, so I have to correct myself on that. But it's a heck of a cigar. Might be a little stout for the morning, but uh, seeing I had a heck of a morning and the old car put me down this morning, so I'm going to have to do the big boy thing and uh, actually go and you know lay it to rest probably. But um, I need something a little stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have a couple questions. Yes. Well, first off, that's cool that it's made by that Placencia family. I really like that Alma Fuerte they make. Mm-hmm. But that we would never smoke in the morning. That thing's that's serious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, this Colorado wrapper, you were calling it that dusty Maduro kind of look. That It looks like a, like an old brown leather jacket. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. that, kind of that color. Mm-hmm. Kind of has that has a bit of that taste too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a it's like a 
leathery kind of like, very earthy uh, yeah yeah earthy mm-hmm. flavor it's good mm-hmm. yeah no it's uh <coughs> excuse me i remember the first time i actually smoked a cigar <laughs> i remember but. the first time i ever told that joke damn dude <laughs> careful buddy <laughs> on that note welcome back to george <laughs> as he as he burns as he burns himself and the and the entire capital cigars so, down. Yeah. The palatial capital cigars. So the the premier premier cigar lounge in Colorado and in Denver. We're coming to you from the from the studio level at Capital Cigars. How was your trip to Florida? It was pretty good. I worked the whole time with my parents, but... You look like you got some sun, though. I got a little sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Helping my dad with yard work and stuff. Good stuff. Way to be a good son. I'm actually flying to Florida in the morning. Oh, really? We're going down to Tampa just for two nights real quick, just to see my dad. For- nice. So both of you guys are from Florida. I'm from Washington, D.C. Oh, but, originally. Um, my, my, while, first, my mom moved to Florida while I was in college, and then... I moved to Florida when I came back from Japan. I went down to start at Florida State. Mm -hmm. And then while I was there in graduate school, my dad ended up moving to Tampa. Mm. Um, So I, uh, yeah, I got an excuse to go back to Florida and see him for a couple days. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, I think he probably just got sick of shoveling snow like everybody else. And it was time for him to leave D.C. I think he's been down there for like a decade now. It's not, you know, it's not like it's recent, but. I, I never lived in Florida, but I, I did for spouts live or for spats, you know, my uh, uh, at in-laws from the Bahamas. Oh, that's right. I've heard some stories. Yeah. But, you know, I went online and, you know, the Bahamas are pretty darn close to basically when you on, when you're in Miami and you're going to Freeport, Bahamas. Yeah. The plane goes up. And, and the plane goes down. You know. So that's what Pablo did. You know what I mean? You know, when I just say Pablo, you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Pablo Escobar? Yeah. So he would he would send a fucking barge to the mm-hmm. Bahamas, and it was safe. He would pay mm-hmm. off the local government. You know, when you only have five people in charge, it's easy to pay off all of them. Yeah. Right? My father-in-law was head of customs from 71 to 80. I'll stop. I'll stop talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they would park. But a, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm not. They would, hey, I'm they not. would park a barge out there and yeah. then just run really fast cigarette boats from the uh-huh. Florida coast uh-huh. because at night, I'm you know, yeah. and and you could from you, Freeport. Well, two free. Well, two two from from like instead of Miami, they would go from like Boca Raton or one of the yeah, other yeah, yeah, yeah. coastal city, or cities or towns, and they would shoot right to the closest part. Of Baham, Bahamian, Bahamas, Bahamas, right. The closest yeah. part of their waters, mm-hmm. where this boat would be chilling, and they would load up the the speedboats and you know, right. this, you know and shoot them back and forth. Right, right. Oh, um, that's what that Cocaine Cowboys documentary is about. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to. It's a good look one. At that. I got to get. I got to get a Netflix subscription because I want to watch the third season of Narcos. Narcos. Yeah, the yeah. first two are great. My. uh my uh, fiance, that's her. That's her thing. She that's wants to. She that's that's what she watches is Narcos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big thing. But you know, um, in the Bahamas, well, no, um, there. I mean, their cigars made in the Caribbean. You know, they're. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, they're basically 
you got the soil, you got the climate, you know. So Costa Rica, I mean, we have cigars up there right now from Costa Rica. And we, have some, and we have some from Nassau. Oh, yeah, you got some Bahamian, Bohemian, mm-hmm. Bohemian cigars. <laughs> well, no, not from the Bahamas. No. Not from the Bahamas. But the reason I brought that up is the Bahamas, Freeport, Grand Bahamas, not Nassau, but Freeport, oh, my gosh. Man, you know, I looked at some pictures. When I was there, like, in the early 90s, mid-90s, it was thumping. Yeah. I went back and looked. It looks like a ghost town. Hurricanes? Just the econ. I mean, their biggest thing is, you know, tourism. tourism yeah. And for some reason... It's slowed down? Oh. It's, you know, I mean, you, buildings are empty and... There's weeds grown up, and I mean, where there used to be, you know, tens and tens of thousands of people all the time just partying it up. Yeah. You know, and I think, I'm going to tell you, I think it's not that, I mean, it's literally off right off uh, Miami. That would be a smart, it used to be that you couldn't buy land there. Um, my, uh, my, my, First wife actually had to put it in her name when we bought our land down there, but because she was a citizen, correct? Yeah, correct. So uh, we, but that is kind of the place, you know. Uh, my ex father in law, his spot took up an entire block of this grand, what they call a grand world bazaar. It was yeah. huge, right? And it's going for like one point two million. I'm like one point two. I was like that place probably was. 20 million, you know, 15 million dollars, you know, yeah. I mean, it was, he had a, a, a bar taken, disassembled in Europe um, and brought over that Winston Churchill used to always go to. It's this huge, uh, you know, bar and he had it disassembled and then brought over there. It's an unbelievable place. And I says that building alone, but he owned everything on that block, the Damn. Baskin Robbins, the, you know, the everything. But the thing is, when I, the point I'm making that might be the place to drop some money in because it's not that big. Freeport is not as big as Nassau. It only would take about four or five investors, a couple of connects with a couple of, um, what do you call it, uh, cruise lines and this and that. And that might be the place right there. Hmm. Yeah, so, it's a quick flight from the States. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just up, down, done. You know? Yeah, but there's got to be a reason that there's fewer people going to the Bahamas, and there's got to be a reason that it's not in fashion or in vogue as it used to be. Maybe it's as simple as they're not running the cocaine through the Bahamas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they got less cash to hide and less stuff laying around, less spill-off of cocaine. Uh, I heard it was government and yeah, just, a couple of monopolized families that just tax it. rates go right. up yeah, they make yeah. it harder for international true. investment etc like it can be something really little that then has unintended circumstances you know consequences mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then next thing you know nobody's hanging out in your island anymore that's right yeah. but also you know if you don't when a hurricane comes through mm-hmm. you gotta rebuild right that's right so oftentimes People leave the island and the people that own the property and everything just hold on to the money and they don't do the rebuilding. Mm. And they, you know, take a little uh, off the top, so to speak. <laughs> and next thing you know, the, <clears throat> yeah. the, you know, the island's not as desirable of a place, you know, to go to. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely Hurricanes right. Hurricanes are know. brutal, too. Some of those islands get destroyed. That's right. 
Speaking of brutal, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Segway. We're getting there, man. We're figuring this out. Speaking of brutal, there's only yeah. three football games left. I don't. Wow. Well, there's the Pro Bowl, but nobody cares about the Pro Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's three games left. Um, two that we know of, obviously, uh-huh. this weekend. Um, last week was pretty crazy. This past weekend was pretty crazy. Saturday was awesome for me. Sunday any, less so. Any upsets though? Really? Well, I think you have the four, the top four rated quarterbacks. Like you, I mean, it's like yeah. it's kind of like we, it's kind of like it's March Madness, the and we all penciled in the one seat, yeah, right into the yeah. right into the final well, four. Hold on here, you said the top four rated, right? Goff, oh really? Goff, Mahomes, Brady, and uh, and uh, Drew Brees. Golf is rated over. Um, I mean, that offense makes it really easy to 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 look good on paper. I they, guess. you know what I mean. Like they, it's definitely quarterback friendly. Mm. George, he's looking it up. I'm, I'm he's shaking <laughs> the rust off. You know what I mean. I just would think Rivers would be ranked over uh, golf. Oh yeah, you might be right. Yeah. You might be right. So maybe it's four of the top five quarter or whatever. But still, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's. It's it's certainly four good teams. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. four of the best teams oh, yeah. in the league. Well, minus the Bears, it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, minus the Bears. It <laughs> might be the four best offenses if it's not the four mm-hmm. best quarterbacks. Maybe I, right. that's what I should have said. Mm-hmm. No. Definitely the four best scoring offenses. Yeah, mm-hmm. four best scoring offenses. They're, yeah. they're in the first four spots. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're at, like you said, the only other team that's even kind of in their conversation is the Chargers. And, right, right. Um, right. They gone. So they couldn't handle the Patriots. No, All of a sudden, no, no, no. the Patriots were like, oh, yeah, we're good at this football thing. By the way. Yeah. yeah. Although, they, I mean, they were at home. New England mm-hmm. is at home, and they haven't played as well on the road this year. But, I mean, in general, they weren't playing that well this year, and then all of a sudden they came out and looked great last week. Right. So you got to assume they're going to look great and be prepared. That's right, for sure. Right. right. I think, um, I mean, yeah, it's the four. I'd, I think we might have mentioned, maybe we mentioned this or we didn't, but I would much, I would like to see a strategized game, you know, between Breeze and Brady, you know. I would love to see that. So he. You know. Uh, <laughs> what, what was that? I said so would he. <laughs> George, is that who you want to see? Patriots and Saints. Yeah. 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 Uh, you, you got what you got riding on that. We don't have to say we don't have to say oh. the number because oh, okay. of various reasons. Okay. But. but the fact is, I did I did try and predict it before the season. He does uh, have future wagers on both of those teams. Oh. Okay. And then I have future wagers on Kansas City and the Rams hmm. on the Chiefs and Rams. So like one of us are winning some money this year. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy that he, he who's much younger than me, has the two old quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and I got the two young Younger quarterbacks. quarterbacks. <laughs> but it's if you add up, if you do the combined age, it's like yeah. dramatic. Like the combined age between his two quarterbacks is over eighty. <laughs> <laughs> the combined age compared to yours, like, right? Forty-five. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. It's market. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's going to be a good you know next. Is, oh, wait a minute. There's one. There's two games. Four yeah, teams, two right. games. What is there one game more than the other that you want to watch? Um, I really want to watch the Patriots and um, I drew a blank. Oh, you just said it too. The Patriots and Saints. Oh, well, I, 
yeah, I would love to watch that, but it's got to happen. It can't happen. Yeah. Until, oh, I mean, this yeah. weekend, the Patriots but, and, uh, uh, sorry, the Patriots and Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. I really want to watch that because, I mean, I think that's kind of a changing of the guard type of a game, to be honest yeah. with you. Because Mahomes, for years on end, and he's consistent. He didn't just start off like, uh, who's the one for, who's the quarterback for the Jets? Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. I think started out with a bang, and then went bang bang. I mean, yeah. and I, for reasons, I think he's going to be a great. Yeah, 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 he's going to be a great quarterback. But I think that's the curve. Longer season than he's uh, used to, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's the curve. Um, Mahomes, first of all, I mean, this is his second year uh, in the league, right? Yeah, but he didn't. I mean, I think he, he might have started one year. He definitely got a couple minutes last year, but yeah. not nothing substantial. But behind right? Alex Smith with right. Andy Reid, yeah. you know, so. Great uh, experience, and then he rolls right into the position. So I think that um, I, you could still call him a rookie, but you know he he really you know um, has been consistent throughout the entire entire year, and he's done the exact same things. Like I'm not going to change, and Brady has done the same thing for you know up ten years, and he, he's like, oh, I'm not going to change. Yeah, I tell you what. Why don't we just go have a discussion about it this coming Sunday on NFL <laughs> playoff, you know, division on it. <laughs> Get it worked up. Let's bring it on. Get you know? Young yeah. Buck, let's go talk about it. And then, you know, we'll see who comes out at the end. You know, yeah. I, I mean, that's kind of like what I get, you know. I see it too. And so I would love, I think that's a, that's, that's a great game. And I think the Rams are going to be like, Last time that we came to your door yeah. with apple pie, you slapped us. Yeah. Now we're going to come back They're gonna be with a big stick. And they got some mean dudes on the defense. Mm-hmm. You figure if, if those guys wake up, if they can just attain their potential, yeah. this game. It's, yeah. it's okay if they've been underperforming all year. Mm-hmm. The only game that matters is the game we're about to play. Like That's the right. Rams could come, bring some defense. That offense is good enough. You know that if the defense can get some stops against the Saints, like it could be a close game. Mm-hmm. I like that both of these games are rematches. We've yeah. seen both of them already this year, so we got a little idea of like what to expect, or we got mm-hmm. an idea of like what might happen. You know, the Patriots beat the Chiefs. Patriots beat the Chiefs forty-three to forty, and if I remember correctly, the the Chiefs were down big and then put on a, a show in the end. second half yeah. and just mm-hmm. came up short. Um, mm-hmm. In it was in New England. Mm-hmm. This is in Kansas City this weekend. Mm-hmm. The, the the I said it earlier, but the Patriots don't travel as well as they play at home this season. Right. Oh, the Chiefs fans are going to be rowdy, man. Oh, yeah. It is going to be a drunk day in Kansas City, man. Absolutely. It might be under zero degrees, too. What? Yeah. Wow. Below zero? Yeah. Well, I guess that's not as big of a deal because the Patriots are from a cold weather place, yeah. right? Like, they yeah. just played a, a pretty cold game against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. It may be why they beat the Chargers because, yeah. you know, <laughs> those guys are live in L.A. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. They're not, like, wired for that shit, you right. know? Oh, you know, next year, um, note to self, get home, feel advantage. Yeah. Let's wrap this up really quick, guys, and head on up out of here. <laughs> I bet you everybody in L.A. is having that conversation. They're yeah. like, you know, that sucked. Let's not be in that position. Yeah. Let's let's play at home. They don't really have a home field or a home field advantage. But the, the but no, they know. do. They have a stadium. They, no, they've yeah. been playing in the soccer stadium. They've been playing in the the StubHub. The like the, the Galaxy. Next, is it next year they get their stadium? I think they're going to be tenants of the Rams' new stadium, and I think it's another year out. So all. Th- 
So the Raiders, the Rams, and San Diego Chargers are all LA getting se- or LA Chargers <laughs> are all getting separate new stadiums. No. The Chargers are playing their games in the Rams new stadium. They're renting space they're leasing mm-hmm. space from the Rams. And that stadium's not going to be ready next season. It's going to right. be ready the following season. The right. Raiders don't know where they're playing next year. They mm-hmm. actually have like two weeks to figure it out, apparently. Mm-hmm. And then they go into their new stadium in Las Vegas the following year. Are there cornfields in... Um, I wonder if there are cornfields out there. Where? In Vegas. No, man. It's a desert, bro. That dirt's crap. You can't be growing nothing out there. Maybe we need to check the real estate... And we can put up a couple of goalposts, and then lease, out in the middle of the desert, and then lease it out to the Raiders. <laughs> hey, make I, a quick build, you know, Billy Billion here, Billy Billion, yeah, just a couple of billion. You I, know, there's all kinds of cool conversations Probably about where they much. might play. Yeah. They might play um, in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. They might play in uh, Santa Clara at uh, the the Forty Nine ers Stadium. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. kind of close to their old fan base in Oakland. Right, right. They might they might go down to L A. But I I know some of those stadiums would have them, but the Rose Bowl doesn't want them. They don't no. want those. They don't want those Raiders fans in Pasadena. Why? Pasadena is a very We'll say pleasant neighborhood, right? right? Yeah, All of a yeah, sudden, yeah, the Raiders yeah. fans show yeah. up, and it's fucking grimy. You know what I mean? It's party hey, time. <laughs> time. Time for a Raider, uh, a Raider fan experience. So we're out at the uh, Broncos game, and yeah. we're watching them play the Raiders, right? Mm-hmm. And so they we get there. Those fan bases hate yeah, each yeah, other. I know. Yeah. I know. And you we, know. We get there midway through the first quarter. It's Benny and I, right? <laughs> and so we... Uh, we go up to the seats and we're sitting in the seats and uh, we see this guy who's already talking to the ushers at this point. He's a Raiders fan? Uh-huh. And he has a Raiders cape on. <laughs> that's, that's that's trouble, right? So I'm like, look at this guy, you know, and you know, that's that's just how I am. I look at my surroundings immediately when I get into a, you know, when I move into, you know, I, I start, I start scanning. Well, keep an yeah. eye on the guy in the cape. Yeah, especially, yeah, yeah. especially, know, especially yeah, that yeah, guy, yeah, right? Yeah. So I get up, we get up there, and we sit down, and then the guy, I guess, after talking to him, moves, and then he comes up the stairs, and he's walking on. I say, oh wow, oh, that's great. He's gonna, he sits, he's sitting up here by us. Well, he's not just sitting up here by us; he's sitting right in front of us. So he sits down, and immediately he pops up, starts yelling, and then sits back down. Then he pops back up again, and he says, "You guys freaking suck! <laughs> one of you Bronco fans around here suck! You suck! You suck! Is that a Raiders cap? You're cool! You suck! You just and the entire freaking two sections are like they're quiet. I've never seen that yeah. at, a, at a sporting event, but everybody's just like, oh God, this guy, this guy, and he looks pretty intimidating and weird, right? So anyway." He just keeps popping up. We can't see the game. We can't see the game. Well, his cape is yeah. in your way. Yeah. And then he, he keeps doing that. <laughs> Every time something happens, he takes his arm and spreads it out, and all you see is the Raiders emblem. <laughs> so, I love this guy. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, here I am with my, you know, new leaf on life removed from the south side of Chicago outlook on life. And then here comes Benny. Not saying anything about my friend. I just think he's a little more polite than I am. Hey, Benny, I'm glad you're feeling better, dude. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Benny. <laughs> yeah. And so, 
this guy is just carrying on just and at this point for 10 minutes have went by 15 minutes and we haven't saw anything because this guy is standing in front of us <laughs> with his cape spread out so all of a sudden Benny reaches out and tugs on his cape <laughs> he goes excuse me excuse me sir <laughs> with the most utmost of politeness yeah, and says um could you sit down and put your cape down? I can't see the game. And the guy was like so shocked of his politeness that he just paused for a second and he says, uh, no, I can't sit down. But what I can do is give you this and then he turns around and puts his cape back on. <laughs> and then, and at that point, it's on. It's on and cracking. And so I'm just looking straight. I'm looking straight, and I'm like, Neil, you keep yourself calm here, okay? These are one of those situations that, you know, they talk to you about in therapy when you're in your 20s that you're going to have to learn how to deal with when you become an adult, you know? And I'm like, just keep looking for it. Just keep looking for it. Then, oh, the guy is going back and forth, and the guy, and Benny's just saying, all I'm saying is, is that everyone back here wants to see the game and they can't see the game when you got your cape open and you're blocking everyone's view and blah, 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 and blah, 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 and blah, 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 and all this and all that. And he says, you want to know what? And he turns around and just growling, yells at every, and everyone is just kind of looking like, oh my God, this guy, you know, and he's growling at everybody. He's like, you guys are Freaking, you know, blah, 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 blah. And everybody's just like, oh, my gosh. And then I says, I, I just had it at that point. And I says, hey, bro, hey, I got an idea. Why don't you talk to me? You know, why don't you just talk to me? Talk to me directly, you know? And so I'm sitting down, and then I stand up. And I'm not saying I'm a big guy, but, you know, I was one level up from him. You're so, with, you know, at 270 pounds, you know, six foot one, whatever, and being one level up from him, he's like, okay, all right, you're a little bit bigger. Well, it doesn't make a difference. But what happens is he starts saying, hey, man, he's like, you know, you need to calm down. I was like, no, you need to calm down. You need to sit down. He says, I'm not going to sit down. And then now his friend just says, hey, you know, this guy is kind of really probably not the one to mess with. Why don't we just sit down and just calm down, right? So he's like, I'm not going to sit down. I'm going to represent. I'm going to keep my cape up. No one's going to tell me I can't do it. I says, okay, go ahead and do it. No, go ahead and turn your back and put your cape up. He says, no, I want to see you do that one more time. Go ahead and do it. No, I want you to. And the guy gets ready to do it. And he says, hey, hey, man, I'm telling you, you better not hit me in the back of the head. I'm like, no, no, no. And I had no. He suggested it. I never even thought of doing it. Good idea. And now he's not watching the game. He's turning around looking at all of us because now he's wondering, well, man, somebody probably wants to knock me out in the back of the head. So he's in there. And then finally, finally, the security come and they kick him and his friend out of the whole park. Right? <laughs> and everybody started like clapping in the section and whatnot. And they says, before you guys got here, he has been like, uh, he, he's been uh, assaulting us all through all the first half of the first quarter. <laughs> I said, and that's just one guy. This is a, you know, we're, we're talking about thousands of people here. So I understand what you're saying when you talk about, you know, Raiders fans. They don't give a fuck. I mean, <laughs> they're crazy. <laughs> that's just one guy yeah, I'll fight all held captive two whole sections. Yeah. 
of the freaking Raiders game. They they take it serious, man. Yeah. They you know they get dressed up. They're mm. face painters. Like remember earlier this season, I was talking shit about uh, all the Seahawks fans. Mm-hmm. And they learned it from watching the Raiders, Raiders fans. You right, know what I mean? Right, like the Raiders right. fans really do it big. I mean, you, you hear about this nation, this nation, this nation. Yeah. Raider nation, Raider nation was is it. what started it, yeah. right? A grown man in a cape is funny to me. If, <laughs> if, you're, if you're not named Liberace or Cameron, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Like, right. like, who the fuck wears a cape, man? I, I know. And it wasn't a small hero. cape. I mean, it covered up. I mean, you know, because people are like looking in that area. Yeah. I mean, he was just like, you know, like freaking drag like, woof. Yeah. <laughs> Like, kill a cam can do it, but that's about it. We should get Benny a Broncos cape. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. We should get Benny a Broncos There you go. And they I might th- also play, the Raiders might also play in, in Vegas at UNLV mm. or in uh, San Antonio. Yeah. San Antonio really wants really? an NFL team, and they look at it as a possible, like, hey, look what we dry, can do. A dry run. Yeah, yeah, like a demonstration of, of what they can support. They, when they built the they built a football stadium for... University of Texas, San Antonio. The I think it's like the Roadrunners or something. Yeah. But they built the, the they kind of built the stadium a little bit nicer mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. a little co- state college like that would mm-hmm. deserve with a plan to expand already built in, right? right? So because they really want to have an NFL team, mm-hmm. and then they also talked about Raiders playing like four home games in London and four home games in Mexico City and really embracing it, mm-hmm. but still doing their. Like their practice facility or whatever in in Vegas or something. Gotcha. I don't think they know, and it's already 2019, and they don't know where they're playing their but home you, game. But you know the thing is, you know, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, right? I mean, those are some pretty loyal fans. Yeah, yeah, they're the best. They're no. the best. Yeah, they're well, they're up there with the Cowboys and the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. really good fan bases. With that being said, the loyalty play would have been bring that. Crappy stadium to the to the dirt, raise it or put it down to the dirt, and build a new stadium right there on that particular. It's property. not up to them. It's owned by the city of Oakland, right. and that's got they got weird local politics, weird state politics. Like California is yeah. not an easy place to operate well, yeah. as a business. I, I know, I know, but it, Nevada, <laughs> man, you increase, you increase the rate pop. Yeah, you can do anything yeah, you want, yeah, man. Yeah, it's not what you know is who you know. This, there, right? Yeah, this community was built with fucking tips, but, <laughs> you know? but it's like it, a strip club in there. Everyone's getting dollars. I wonder if the fans will. You know, you talk about San Antonio. Right. Yeah. I wonder how the core fans are going to travel to either the uh, Vegas or you know or temporarily to these other places you talk. My about. response to that is mm-hmm. the Cowboys are a, a distant number two to the Raiders in one one category: mm-hmm. popularity amongst Mexican Americans. The Raiders have more Mexican American fans than any other team. You know, that whole time, not just in Oakland, but that whole time in L.A., like, they just have a ton of that. So, San Antonio, which is right in Texas, not that far from the border, et cetera, like, that's right, that's in line with that demo. That's why they play games in Mexico City. That's why they could go. They also might go play in San Diego at the where the Chargers used to play. Uh, the Qual- I think it's Qualcomm, whatever it's yeah. called. Um, so... It makes them appealing to San Antonio, which has a large Mexican American, you know, community in Correct. in that city. Correct. The other thing is the black and silver are the same colors as the Spurs. 
Like, so people have a natural... Man, every time, bro. Yeah, I remember... Every time, man. One of these days... Yeah, I remember my first time doing a podcast. It's called the Alamo Dome, by the way. The one one that they built in San Antonio? That makes sense. Way to be be a cliche and call your your dome after your most... uh, your most visible landmark in your town. They probably just haven't sold naming rights yet. That's just like a placeholder. They should talk to Alamo Rental Cars. Speaking of that, they haven't came up with any naming rights for the... Um, yeah, what's up with that? Capital Cigars Arena. Yeah. Or Capital Cigar Stadium. Right, right. Mile High Field at Capital Cigar Stadium. Man. Right, right. We were talking yesterday about how the Nuggets should put a... A, a windowed, a windowed cigar lounge in the arena, and oh, pump yeah. out exhaust the smoke outside, so that we can sit there in like a really nice suite and mm. smoke cigars and watch basketball. That's a question. There's got to be a sporting venue with a indoor smoking lounge. George, you're on it, right? There they, has to be. They all got outdoor smoking sections. Oh yeah. But a cigar lounge in a football stadium or any sport, I would watch base. I would watch hockey for if I could right. smoke a cigar there. Right. And I'm not even not into hockey. And really, all it takes is a couple of. Although hockey live is pretty cool. Yeah. I'm just not yeah. going to follow that shit all season. Because you got to figure, you know, what you pay. I don't know, hundred, 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 two hundred, depending on the team for a skybox, right? I don't know. It's getting really expensive to take people to go to a live sporting event. But you might be able to clear that in a couple of or three games if you have multiple people that say, hey, I'm going over to the smoke lounge. Hey, yeah. I'm going to go pay, you know, uh, $150 for a cigar over at the smoke lounge. Or I'm going to pay, yeah. you know, $200 to get a whiskey and cigar. And over there's there. a buffet or whatever. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. they make it really nice. And Heck yeah. Even you if know? they just had like I'd pay for, two I'd suites pay. that were cigar friendly. You yeah. know what I mean? And you'd try to reserve it. The Rays might do a cigar bar there. Hell yeah, man! It's Ebor City. It's Cigar City in Tampa, right? Oh yeah, it's it's called Cigar City. That's That's the the one. That's That's the the move, right there. Yeah, Yeah. that'd be cool. I would. I I mean, I wouldn't ever be a Rays fan, but I would go to a game Hmm. when the Yankees were in town. I'd fly down. You know Hmm. what I mean? But isn't that your home state? No, again, I grew up in Washington D.C. We just, oh, oh, we just, we just said that. it was twenty minutes ago. Buddy. I just said, you're gonna rep Florida a lot. You well, know, I moved so. here from Tallahassee. I spent a lot of time. To, I, was, I own property in Tallahassee. Oh. I have a lovely three bedroom townhouse. If anybody's in the market, it's oh. yeah. You said just email us at at, at contact at bet your ash and in the. In the about in the subject line, right? <laughs> Tallahassee Soundhouse. There yeah. you go. And it is for sale. You can have it for the right discounted price. Um, yeah, so I lived there for a long time, spent a lot of time there. I like mm-hmm. being warm. Um, mm-hmm. but DC's where I'm born and raised. Like that's yeah. The thing with DC is that in the summer that humidity makes it too unbearable. You know, just hot and sticky. Right. And in the winter it's its proximity to the water makes mm-hmm. when when like it snows and you know you oh, live yeah. in Chicago yeah. like that cold that it's like, piercing, <laughs> it's like a piercing it's like a piercing you know there's ice involved with that snow it's not like all powdery and nice like oh, Colorado yeah. Oh, yeah. so like it'd be I can't I don't think I could ever move back to DC but yeah. I could spend time there in the spring and fall and in the nineties weren't your your mayor was a crackhead right. 
Uh, I mean, crackhead is a loaded term. He definitely smoked crack on camera with a prostitute. But by calling him a crackhead, you're implying that it was a habit. And I'm saying we only have proof of it happening one time. That's the that's the Clinton response. To he it. got a <laughs> yeah man, Marion Barry dude. He also did a lot of great things for the city. Got reelected. He got after, reelected got re after people like me <laughs> saying, you know, hey, yeah, isn't he a good? Yeah. <laughs> dude, you used to be able to get away with so much, man, and then uh -huh. one asshole invented a security cam, and now right, it's like, it took right. all the fun out of everything, man. He should come out, you know, like how George Foreman came out with the grill. Yeah, he should come out with a. Uh, CCTV, you know, cameras. Yeah, and, 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 and. I thought you were gonna say a line of crack play. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but people will be like, I got caught with these. There's a lot of mayors you that can have get lost. Caught too. There's a lot of mayors that have gotten kicked out of their off of their job. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, and you yeah. Know, so I, who knows where the Raiders are gonna play? That's a long story short. Real quick before I get off DC. Yeah. You know, I don't. I didn't know that they don't have representation. Mm -hmm. Um. Representate or taxation without representation, man. Yeah. They have somebody that's, it's like Puerto Rico or everywhere else. They have a person that can sit in the Senate and a person that can sit in Congress, but they don't get to talk. <laughs> it's occupied territory, man. It's straight up occupied territory. Like they pay into federal, federal, you know, taxes, but yeah. they don't get like federal highway money or like any you don't get to vote for president like you know like it's 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 no way you don't get some vote for president? i don't think so i don't think you the the no i maybe you maybe dc does there's there's certain things they can't do as mm. this as a thing they must be able to vote for president no right. yeah if you're if you're a resident of guam for example or something you get to vote for president even though it's a territory mm-hmm I bet you, I mean, you don't have the kind of count in the electoral college because you come from a small place, but, mm -hmm. I mean, I imagine you got to be able to vote for president. Yeah, yeah, I would think so, but I anyway. You have to be a resident of the United States, like a Guam is, state. So, Washington, D.C. So, if, uh, where, uh, you know what I mean? If, you're, if you grew up in Washington, D.C., Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, the U.S. Virgin Islands, and Guam, like, you don't get to, you don't have a vote for, for the president? But not for the actual president. Wow! And and people from D.C. fall in that category. I don't know, but he didn't say it. I think D.C. maybe D.C. is a little bit different because it's a district and not a territory. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe the people in D.C. get to, get to actually vote for the president, whereas people in Puerto Rico don't. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, that's it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, it's certainly interesting. But. Uh, you know, with that being said... What the uh, fuck are we going to talk about when, we're, when football's over, dude? Basketball, dude. That's Oh, yeah. You know, that's my fuck, jam man. right and there. The Warriors won last Whoa. night and knocked us out of first place. And, well, the Broncos. And they set a record. The Broncos. I mean, the uh, Nuggets. Yeah. Sorry. See, I'm still talking That's football. what I meant when I said us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the Nuggets. Um, that's my only, like, Denver team. Is the Nuggets? The Nuggets, yeah. Well, fuck the Rockies. <laughs> yeah. The, fuck the Broncos. Yeah, like, I do that yeah. shit. But the Nuggets the won Nuggets, me over. Yeah. Absolutely. They got me. The, um, the, uh, yeah, the first quarter, they scored 51 points, which I believe is a record for the amount of points scored in the first quarter. I'm so happy you're back, George. 
Um, that was a crazy game, man. The Warriors were hitting everything. The, mm-hmm. the basket looks like a hula hoop to them, mm-hmm. man. They were just mm-hmm. draining shit. They they knew the game was for first place and they were like, hey guys, let's get it together for a night and you know because they're kind of like chaotic like playing right. in disarray, right. but man, did they they showed you the potential and you know next week, Boogie Cousins starts playing. That's right, that's right. So they're just gonna get better. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Boogie fan. I think he's a great basketball player. I think he is. I mean, he's a big body and you know you talk about Jokic, uh, Jokic, Jokic, uh, you got it right, Jokic. I think that. Um, Plays for the Nuggets that yeah. is just unbelievable. I, you know, like All Star, first team All NBA. Got that. a chance to see him uh, Monday. I was at the game, and it's just amazing. Him and Plumley actually ran a full offense. I mean, that center to center offense, center to center offense with no forward, no guard actually touching the ball on two um, possessions, and yeah. it ended in an alley oop. You know, I mean, like. It's- it's great. Yeah, it, it's a it more is. athletic version of Tim Duncan and David Robinson. Absolutely. You know, and it's it's when it's at, you know, Plumlee's a great role player because he makes the guys around him better. That's right. You know, he's the kind of guy every every team should want. You know, that yeah. kind of player. Absolutely. The hustle guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he literally is the hustle player. Yeah. 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 I think that the Nuggets, like, if you would have told me uh, preseason. That on January 15th, not the 16th, unfortunately, but mm-hmm. January 15th, they'd be in first place. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd been, I wouldn't have believed you, um, right. but I love it. It's been fun to watch. They're right. deep, and that depth is, is really beneficial. And young. Yeah. And they've had a couple injuries and have been able to survive because Absolutely. of both of those things. Absolutely. So. Um, I mean, even, you know, it'd be nice to hit the third spot in the West. I think that would be that's that's reasonable. I think the Rockets will come on as they get healthier. Right. They got some injuries and Harden's playing like like he looks like Russell Westbrook did two years ago. Yeah, I I, I don't think the Nuggets match up great with Golden State. No, I think they who match, does though? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's true. But with a team like that, it's sometimes it's not necessarily about matching up as it is matching up on the scorecard. Like, okay, mm-hmm. we're not going to stop. Like, they used to always say that about Jordan, right? Okay, I got to go back to my team. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so going to bring up Chicago. What a surprise. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they used to always, I mean, every time they would interview the opposing coach, he would say, hey, don't, let's not stop Jordan, okay? Yeah. Let Jordan do what he's going to do. Shut down okay? everybody else. He's not going to score 110, 115, 112, he, or 120 points. He might score, he might rip 60, 50, 40, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Stop everybody else and not try to, you know, say, oh, we can match up against, but at least match on the scorecard. Yeah. And that's it. And that's really what you do with a team like that, I think. You but know? you, there isn't, like, you can't do that and go against Golden State. Because mm-hmm. if you, you're like, all right, well, just let Curry do what he does, and mm-hmm. we'll shut down Kevin Durant and Clay mm-hmm. Thompson. Like, like even just two out of the three is a handful, right. and now they get Boogie too. Like, you just gotta hope that one of them doesn't show up. Yeah, it's just it's just really great team construction by the front office, yeah. man. They've put so you, together so, an absolute juggernaut. They're like the Celtics back in the day yeah. when the Celtics just ran off, like had that decade where they were in the finals right. every year. You but know, Durant's leaving, right? I think so. I'm willing to. I'm willing to put money that he ends and, up in and, New York. And Cousins pretty much said that he's not. He's he's 
he will only be playing there one year. That well, is, that's his, his deal. Is, this is the last year. They signed a one-year deal because yeah. he was coming off injury. And I don't think they'd be able to – with all the players they already oh, have, no, they, they're that, not going to be able to afford him. That's the reason. Yeah, but they, they got him real cheap because of the injury. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. But, I, I don't know what the numbers are, but real yeah. cheap because of the injury. One, two, so I think million. he's going to want to go right back. He's going to want to just – he's going to be motivated – He's gonna bust his ass. He's gonna do well, mm-hmm. but he's gonna he's doing it all to, to get back to, right. you know, one of the one of the one of the max deals next year, one of the real big deals next year. Right. So I, I don't know where he'll end up. Right. But so I think the Knicks are gonna the Knicks are gonna get Porzingis back. Mm-hmm. They're gonna draft a Zion or somebody at the top of the draft, a one two three pick because they're horrible this year. I don't and know, they're, they're not. They're not right now. They're not in a one two three. They will be. They're losing everything. They will be. Um, they're going to try to get, you know, they're going to add a great player in the draft because mm-hmm. of one of the top picks. Ideally, they, I'm sure they want Zion. Everybody wants Zion. Mm-hmm. And then you add a Kevin Durant or a Kawhi Leonard or one of these other big free agents. Like, they can, once you have those three guys, everybody else will play for the vet minimum just to go get a ring, make a run, et cetera. Right, right. And, like, the Knicks could literally be back like that. Didn't Syracuse beat Duke? Yeah, in like uh, in overtime, I think yeah. two nights ago. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't because Duke wasn't scoring. It was because Syracuse was kind of put it together. You know, Duke yeah. still had eighty some points in the, in the game. Yeah. Um, Syracuse just wasn't missing. It was ninety five to ninety one. Yeah, ninety points. Yeah. And was it overtime or was it in regulation? No, uh, yeah, actually, it was overtime. Yeah, I thought it was overtime. Yeah, overtime. Um, I mean. I don't think Duke's really that concerned with one loss. If anything, it keeps those guys like from getting too overconfident. Well, they lost to um, Kentucky. That was like no, that first game of the year. They lost. Starts with a G. Good grief. Georgetown, Georgia, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. That's right. Gonzaga. That's right. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, they lost to Gonzaga. Yeah. Um, I still don't. I mean, a couple no, no, losses. No, 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 no. They're going to be a number one seed they going are. into March Madness, and they they're going to make a run. At the, you know, it's going to be they'll likely be in the Final Four. You know, I like I like the sudden death format. I do. Hell yeah! You Hell know? yeah! Anything can. That's happen. the one thing I say about the. Holy shit! That's Texas Tech. What are right, they doing here? Right. right. <laughs> you know, I love I love the NBA. I love basketball, but that's kind of the one thing I got is it should be. A sudden death. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, and I've heard a lot of people do similar things, right? Mm-hmm. But what I think is all the teams that don't make the playoffs should get, should play in a single elimination tournament for the number one pick in the mm-hmm. draft. Mm-hmm. Right? And you can do it on like the off days when you're not running the... Right, you know what I mean? Right. Like, there's days off in the playoffs. Like, just extra contact. And the thing, one that yeah. loses gets the number one pick. No, the team that wins the consolation <laughs> bracket. Okay. Yeah, we'll get, that way, they're motivated to play. But have, that's the problem. The one that is, that never wins that, which sucks, will continue to suck, which will Fuck them. Get better. Play, play better. You know what I mean? They can't because they don't have any players. I'm just saying, right now, we're rewarding mediocrity. We're rewarding teams that tank and like you know rest their guys and etc. You want to get better, like show some. <coughs> I don't know. I think you I, I I agree, but you gotta just certain. Okay, like um, well, yeah, you're right. New York is a big market. They should have you know, but I, you know, I, I you know I'm gonna say this, 
And everyone who knows has been around me when I talk basketball knows it. When Carmelo Anthony was here, right? I said, unless he completely changes the way that he plays within a team structure, it is impossible for him to win at the highest level with the way that he plays, with a team surrounding around his play. Because, the you know, I mean, he catches it out on the wing. He turns to the right, turns to the left, turns right. You know, I could drive from my house and set up defense there by the time he gets ready to take a shot. You know, I was like, wow. I was like, now he's good. Don't get me wrong. But that is really, that's going to be really, really hard to, you know, and I heard some other broadcasters mention it. I don't think nobody wanted to be like, you know, the guy who said it. But now that he looks like he's, you know, pretty much at the end of his career, it turned out to be true. You know, I mean, he's not a, he's not a real good catch and shoot. He's not a dish off the pass. He's not a great, never was known as a great defender. Never, you know what I'm saying? But he, with, with playing around his play, the way, Hey, let's put it over in the Carmelo uh, Anthony land and let him, you know, do his thing. Then yeah, he's a great scorer, but you just can't win that way. One of the best scorers ever. Yeah. Yeah. But, but not one of the best teammates ever. Yeah. Team members. Maybe a good teammate, but yeah. not a good team member. Right. It's just that style of play. You know, a lot of people, um, when I used to go to different camps and things like that back in the day for uh, basketball, you know, I went to a Tim Hardaway camp. I went to a Rod Strickland camp back in Chicago playing basketball. And they would always say, you know, as far as the point guard position, even this is the weirdest thing. They would actually say, you know, I mean, a lot of the guys that were there, I was like one of the tallest at six one. You yeah. know, but you know, a lot of these guys just wanted to get into a good college, play strong ball, get an education, whatever. It wasn't NBA driven, but you know, they they were. That's just amazing that you know what we were talking eighty seven, eighty seven, eighty six, right? Eighty first grade. <laughs> you know, uh, back then <laughs> he wasn't born. Were you born yet, there, Gerd? Okay. What year were you born? Nineteen ninety. Well, okay, uh, almost. Yeah. <laughs> the thought was there. You, yeah. you were a thought there, George. That's what's important. But, uh, but yeah, you know, back then when I used to play, um, uh, you know, some of the some of the workout coaches would say, "Hey, listen, you know, your job is to control." The tempo, control, the offense. You know, if you're doing the majority of the shooting, you got four other guys standing around you that you're not utilizing, you know, to its potential to break down the other team. And it was it was other concepts and other things. I'm just yeah. pulling one of the statements out of my out of out of my head that was said. But the thing, the thing is, this is the thing, is, you know, I looked at Players like uh, AI, yeah. um, Allen Iverson, Allen Iverson, yeah. yeah. You Same know, thing. and if you have the ball all the time. That it, means your teammates don't. And you're six feet, and you're going up against seven footers, and you know it's it's going to be really, really, really hard. I don't know anyone with that style of play as well that did really, really well. You could say, you could say. Curry, but that's not that same style of play. 
No. He is definitely not an Allen Iverson. He involves his he's a scorer. And scores a lot. He's yes. got a better outside shot. Like yes. he's yeah. Yeah, his his yeah, you're right. I, that, that's a bad comparison. But the point I'm making is is that you see, it collapses all of the defense right on top of you. Now you you're you're driving downtown looking at big buildings trying to make a shot. Yeah. And where are where's your where's your wingman? Where's this? Where's that? And you make an unbelievable shot and you score and, and you get fouled. And you score fifty yeah, you <laughs> score fifty, you know, points in the game, but how are you gonna win? How are you making it's a it's better? a real team game. The Golden State Warriors prove that. Oh yeah. Um yeah. part of what I've always loved about basketball is that to win a championship, you're you're starting five. Yes. And the rest of the guys on your bench mm-hmm. and your coaching staff mm-hmm. and your front office and even your fans who are mm-hmm. right up on the on the court Mm-hmm. All kind of have to be on the same page, right? You know what right. I mean, right? Um, and and when that happens, it's a beautiful thing. Right. Like it's it's really cool to watch a good team make a good playoff run yes. Yes. and see how like how involved the fans get. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Golden State or whether it's it's Laker fans mm-hmm. who can be kind of annoying sometimes, yeah. um, or wh- whoever it doesn't right. matter. With the Knicks back in the Ewing days, mm-hmm. like the, the when the fans get all into it, they have more impact on the outcome of those games than any other Absolutely. than any other sport and Absolutely. so more so than any other even like local politics and everybody they yeah. all got to be on the same page for a team to really succeed in the for NBA even though there's only actually five guys out there playing That's it's right. it's 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 part of like the the absolute beauty the, of basketball of NBA basketball I always when you say when you you, you describe that I always say the Pistons and people say oh yeah back with Isaiah Thompson. I'm like no 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 people forget about the uh, Rasheed Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, Ben yeah, Wallace, Larry Brown, man, and, Larry and they, Brown they, is their coach, dude. They, they won that yeah. championship, yeah, and, and people forget about Chauncey that. Chauncey Denver's own. That wasn't. I mean, yeah, those are. I mean, don't get me wrong; those are you know Hall of Fame type names, uh, but they're not the uh, yeah it marquee was like, names. Yeah, of it was the a 90s lot of great and, players. It wasn't the best player in the league. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And it was an exciting time to watch yeah. basketball. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. were a great squad. They played really well together. Larry Absolutely. Brown, when that Larry Brown system works, right. it's a beautiful yeah, thing. When it works. When it's, when it's him and Iverson kind of going mm-hmm. at it or when it, when it doesn't work, it yeah. like... He's a stubborn shithead. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. and it becomes chaotic quick. But mm-hmm. when it works, man, mm-hmm. it is a thing of beauty. Dude. Really quick. Yeah. The triangle offense. Yeah. Tex winner. Yeah. Uh, huh. Nobody's well, really... Well, basically what he just said is, let me tell you about Chicago. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, that was that was Lakers, right? LA, they, yeah. they, they ran it in L.A. But yeah. they did run it in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I already learned it. Okay. <laughs> but no. But we... <laughs> Dude, I'm from Chicago. I can't, you I know. I I believe yeah. Chicago. That, that, no, no, I get it. But get it. the point I'm making is that was a system, right? Yeah. yeah. Now it worked. Uh, it worked in Chicago. Yeah. But you had one of the best players of all time, and it and worked. Jordan in, had a little leeway. Like they ran it, they ran it, they ran it, and then he got close to the end, and it was like give the ball to Jordan yeah, and yeah. let him yeah. Carmelo Anthony us to yeah. a win. You know what I mean? It, but it what. You know, they, they used it for 90% of the game. You know right. what I mean? Do you actually think that that's not what they're trying to do in New York? I haven't really kept up. They're not trying to do that in New York, are they? Well, Phil Jackson's gone. He's not there anymore. As of this year? 
Yeah, as of this year, he's not right. part of the. He was there last anymore. year. Right? He was there. Yeah, he yeah. drafted Porzingis. That was pretty much the last thing he did. He yeah. took a lot of naps, man. He's yeah, you know yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. he's not the Phil Jackson of old. You know no, what I mean? No, no, no. The Zen master. No. Um, <laughs> now he's like the 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 snooze master. You right, know what I mean? Right, he's right, 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 he's right. chilling in the Bahamas, man. He, yeah, he, right. he bought yeah. a block at the Grand Bazaar. You know what I mean? He's kicking <laughs> right. in, spending his money. You know, right, right. The man and he deserves it. He's got eleven rings between playing uh, and coaching, man. That's yeah. serious. That is. That's serious. Um, we're we're gonna talk a lot about basketball. Okay. We didn't really talk about much about football, but that's mm-hmm. okay. We got two big games this weekend, and the Chiefs and the Rams are gonna win it. So we don't even need to watch. <laughs> Pretty much what's going to happen. Let me, let me tell you guys. Yeah. Um, let's wrap it up, buddy. Yeah. Oh. Next week, episode 10. Uh, we're going to have a little party. Yes. And by party, we're going to have coffee. Oh. Have a nice cigar. I thought you were about to say Jack and Coke. I might. Let's can, let's do it at night next week <laughs> yeah, instead okay. of in the morning okay. so that I can be drunk instead of we'll, like we'll, trying to stay awake. We'll have cocktails. Yeah, cocktails. Cocktails. Um... Contact at BetYourAsh.com. Text us some cigar questions or suggestions. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Casa Magna is great, man. I've it enjoyed is. this. Welcome, well. Um, one of my top five, people always ask me, what is your favorite cigar? It's a good one, man. And I say the uh, Casa Magna Short Box Press is the it, one of my favorite. It really is short. It's not. I mean, it's not much longer than my middle finger. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 it doesn't take all day to smoke. You know no, what I mean? No. Uh, but it's it's got a lot of flavor. It a packs a punch. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Not something I would usually have with my morning coffee, but I, I don't I don't dislike it in any sense of the term. And it's fine if for <laughs> breakfast. But, but, yeah. Yeah. You know. um, yeah. So. Email us any any questions. Contact at betyourash.com. Any cigar suggestions for future episodes. Maybe something that uh, we're not thinking of that we should try. Um, I'm going to be in Tampa. So if you have any cigar lounge suggestions or spots I should go smoke a cigar while I have some free time, Instagram's the best move for that. Mm-hmm. At betyourashpod. It's the same with Twitter, either one. Let me know where I should be smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. And uh, are we forgetting anything? Probably. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's what next week is for. That's what next week is for. Thank you very much. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Garopay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de $25 al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com. Punto com para detalles.